Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Track, take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, got a shine. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Track, take it from me. Welcome to episode 378 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders with Mr. Prime in the building and Evan on his way. Uh, tonight we're talking about the Eagles Rams recap. Uh, and we're gonna give you a little bit of a recap of the trip. Uh, shout out to Philly Sports Trips, who put on a phenomenal event for Eagle fans across the country. Uh, you West Coast fans to enjoy your 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 team like the the way that uh you know you want to. Uh, I, I know the tailgate would set it off. We had a pep rally on Saturday. Got to meet a lot of you Eagle fans out there. Always great to hear uh, the perspective of an Eagle fan on the West Coast or, or an Eagle fan that doesn't get to see their team uh, on an every week basis. I, I almost feel I, I never take the Eagles for granted or being, being around the Eagles for granted, uh, but I know some fans actually do take it for granted when they have the Eagles in their backyard. But the West Coast fans got a chance to have the Eagles in their backyard. When I tell you this stadium, uh, we went to a lot of stadiums over the years, and this stadium was probably the nicest state. Like if you could dream up what a stadium looks like in heaven, uh, this would be it. Uh, it was a, it was, it was it. Just from the outside, it looks like some museum or a spaceship. You get in there, it's like uh, you know, it's it's. Like you're seeing angels walk around with you, uh, but the football gods at the end of the day uh, rained down on the Eagles as the Eagles prevailed. I thought it was a, a great, uh, great, uh, great overall trip, man. A great all overall dub. Um, I guess the the people that don't like the ugly wins or struggle wins or uh, they won't enjoy this one. But as you can see from Prime's title underneath his name. The Eagles are five and zero. Oh, so you, anyway, which way, shape, or form, any writer out there wanting to write a think piece on why the Eagles are five and zero oh and ha- why it looks the way it looks, I don't care. We are five and zero. Oh, prime, are you in a five and zero oh mood? I'm absolutely in a five and zero oh mood. Uh, you know, still recovering a little bit. I feel like a little, still a little jet lag from uh, arriving home yesterday. Um, but yeah, man, big ups to the West, man. The West really held it down. Hospitality was great. Uh, we were able to catch up with a bunch of our West Coast uh, Swoop Nation um, fans out there. Um, they were showing us love. <clears throat> a bunch of people ended up getting together, man, showing what it's like to represent the birds. Um, the mood was just great from the time we landed to the time we left. Um, yeah, bro. Listen, we played the game however we got to play to go ahead and win, and that's exactly what we did. These guys... Did their part. Um, it was a little struggle, you know. What I mean, again, left a lot on the table. Um, I'm pretty sure the guys will talk about it and you know and address it during during the uh, interviews and everything on stuff that they got to go ahead and fix. But you know that's what we do. We take one game at a time. Um, 
it wasn't pretty, like you mentioned, but you know, a dub is a dub. Excited overall on the trip, just in general. Um, again, like I mentioned, it was a good time. Uh, one more day would have probably been nice, but you know, I mean, we had to come back to you know get back to reality, man. Uh, it is what it is. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, we'll see how soon it comes around, but man, hey, yeah, let's go. I mean, now on to six and zero. Let's go work on getting that six and zero record. Uh, and you talk about this this trip being, um, I mean, it, 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 a short one. I would have, I would have loved to had maybe two more days. Uh, I wanted to say hi to a bunch of old friends that lived out there, but that just didn't happen with the time crunch. But with the time that we were there, we did get it in. Uh, we we're out there trying to like get the most out of it. So we stayed up real late. Um, the first night it was like, try to stay up till 5 a.m. to get us adjusted. But uh, the next day we were just uh, out there doing our best to stay alive. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it is what it is, man. We'll talk about the game, uh, you know, getting back to the game. I thought, I thought, um, you know, the approach was, uh, you know, we got to see some of the Eagles offense get back to what they do. A uh, lot of big plays in terms of, uh, 20 plus yard plays. We all talked about the um, Dallas Goddard game. I think this this was the Dallas Goddard game. I think uh, he put out a tremendous uh, effort, and I think he was excited uh, overall. I think uh, just seeing him get involved early was something great to see. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because that was the game that we've been asking for. You know, what I mean, all season is well, when is Dallas Goddard going to go have have his breakout game? And here it was. Like you got it right here. Eight catches, 117 yards, one touchdown. I mean, look, my man, my man did his thing. Um, he was making some key plays, uh, running the route just perfectly. Uh couldn't have gone any better than the way it did. He spread the ball, you know, even though Jalen did spread the ball a, a whole lot more around the way, uh, but you know, he definitely was hitting God where he needed where he needed to be hit at. Um it was it was just good to go ahead and finally see. And now now it just goes to show that, you know, as we're going forward and going later and in, more into the season, that man is just as much as valuable as the other two, three receivers that we got. So that's going to open up the game. Uh, now people are going to go ahead and draw that attention back on him. So then now maybe it'll go ahead and open up a game like this for some of these other receivers. And I'm sure we're going to get into that a little bit later. But that's 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 part of the game. That's what that's what we want to. You know, that's what we look for, for this thing to be spread out a whole lot more. And, and this past Sunday, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, got our stats in the first four games. Uh, he's had 13 catches, 88 yards, and zero touchdowns. Against the Rams, eight catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown. You have to use him to his best ability. I think uh, they got that opportunity. And I think it, it did open up. Uh, talking about opening up, um, one, one, one great um, note from the first half, I mean, I mean going right into this it was almost going to the second half uh, as we're closing down to halftime you talk about that that drive you like was like 75 yards and with 32 seconds uh the the way they did it in the, in the fashion they did it uh, i want to give a shout out to uh, aj brown man aj brown has been lighting it up uh like a christmas tree uh if you're, you're thinking about earlier in the first two games of the season he had four catches for uh, 29 yards versus the vikings uh we saw upset the uh, AJ Brown. We saw seven catches for 79 yards versus the Pats. Um, still wanted to see more um, in the last couple games, man. These stats right here, stats do not lie. AJ Brown's last three games uh, versus the Bucks, nine catches, 131 yards versus the Commanders, nine catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns versus the Rams, six catches, 
127 yards and a hell of a catch, man. One handed uh, over the middle to set us up for the go and then gets the pass interference down by the goal line and the icing on the cake, the brotherly shove. Uh, what do you think of that driver there? I mean, you know, you, you saw how how it caught us all off off on, you know, I mean, like we were all shocked on the catch that he made. Um, we're standing there. We thought it was going to go ahead and actually be an incomplete pass because the, the way the ball was thrown. But when he laid, you know, when he extended his arm out there and he and he connected with the one hand, it was just like I think everybody on the Eagle side of the stadium was definitely like it was just all you heard was wow throughout that whole stadium. But yeah, I mean, it was a big play, clutch play, and then like you said, the uh, I think it was a face mask at the end uh, yep. that ended up getting the fifteen more Horse yards. Pilot. Yeah, or the horse collar or something like that. Yeah, but it was the penalty that helped us out. And then, you know, <clears throat> the brotherly shove. Speaking of the brotherly shove, man, it was just good to go ahead and see it. Uh, a lot of people still complaining this shit. And, you know what I mean? They're really hating on it. You got Luke Rick even mentioning it constantly out on, you know, on the media, social media and then on, on broadcasting. Bro, like, I, I just don't get why they're so mad. We were discussing about this in the car ride back to the hotel after we left the stadium. Like, it's going to get to the point where they're going to go ahead and hate and they're going to go ahead and, and minimize so much shit. It's just ridiculous that to even bring up the fact that you want to try to stop the brotherly show is just it's nonsense, bro. Like, I just don't get it. But anyway, man, if you don't want us doing the brotherly show, stop letting us get into those moments, man, because every moment we're going to go ahead and get and have, we're going to go ahead and take advantage of it. And we're going to, you know, I mean, give you that brotherly show. It is what it is. Now, Dallas Scott spoke on uh, WIP this morning talking about the brotherly show and what he says pre-brotherly shove uh he talks a lot of shit um to the uh, opposing side <laughs> he's like might as well just let us get it um you, you got to get your weight up he just gets in the heads of the other players i'm sure they get upset um i mean i, I thought that really set the tone because like you're talking about you're, you're coming from behind you, now you got the lead going into the second half and they got their groove you know um but Going back to the brotherly shove comment about them trying to take it away, Adam Schefter had tweeted recently, um, right pre, pre the game, said the brotherly shove, the contra- now it's now it's controversial. The controversial play has the attention of the competition committee and the NFL and the NFLPA plan to study all the injury data related to the play as is customary during the offseason per a league official, especially after two Giants were injured on the play Monday night. The brotherly shove also be a topic of discussion during the offseason as it was last offseason, but nothing will change this season. The brotherly shove is here for 2023. It's a joke, man. It's a joke. If you just seeing just seeing the fact that they're still using it, like you have it has it have it as a topic, it's just like mind boggling, bro. I just I'm I'm serious. I just don't get it. Like I I I meant what I said. Like I felt like they're gonna go ahead and start targeting every little single thing. Like you're gonna go ahead and target us because we we get the brotherly shove going and we complete that damn thing practically 99% out of 100 it is what it is these guys have every right to talk to shit our guy I mean our quarterback what man he's been just you know he, he's squatting 600 pounds man he's putting in that work to go ahead and, and, and make that that play happen so like I just don't understand what you're upset about like what's going to be the next thing you're going to go ahead and now start minimizing the amount of receptions that a wide receiver could go ahead and have during the game. You know what I mean? Because like, let, let's let's go ahead and, and pinpoint Cooper Cup. He had like, what, six straight catches to him yesterday? And now, mind you, our defense couldn't go ahead and stop it because it was like the same play over and over. So now that's going to be a topic. You're only allowed a certain play a certain amount of times during the game. You know what I mean? 
like it's the, the the game is just starting to get ridiculous all these like just let these guys play ball man like i i, I hope by the time my son grows up and he decides to play this sport i don't know man it's like is it going to be flag football by then i don't get it Gross. yeah it's crazy i mean i, I mean uh bar from down under mentions eli ricks getting some some reps he liked to see that early i mean again it, it's interesting that uh the way that you know they're deploying guys but you know you got good rich getting snaps you gotta you know but the the matchups like they you know they go into zone and then you see some of the plays weren't zone but you see these young guys on cooper cup cooper cup he had the uh, Six for 95 before halftime. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And then after halftime, <laughs> two, for, two, two for 23. Right. Now, right. Puka, Puka Nakua, three for 34 before halftime and three for 23 after halftime. So I like what they did. They adjusted. Um, I mean, they, they handled the offense was uh, what they were top four offense. Um, I think what – I think uh, Matt Stafford was top four in passing in the league. Um, to shut them down, shut them out in the second half, that's the thing that you like to see. Like again, it wasn't pretty, but it is what it is. They shut them but, out. But Gail, you made the key statement right there. Like they made adjustments. We made adjustments to go ahead and shut that down. We made adjustments to go ahead and change the stat from six receptions to ninety-five yards to what? Three more. Uh, I'm sorry, another six and what? Thirty-something yards. You said in the second half. Adjustments. That's the key thing. Adjustments were made. So if these fucking clowns can't make adjustments to stop the brotherly shove. That's not our problem. That is not our problem. Why should they be holding that against us? Like, come on, man. Fuck out of here. Like, for real, if you can't stop that shit, that's your problem. That's your defensive coordinator problem. That's your head coach's problem. That's your squad's problem, not our problem. Bro, I think I've seen every single attempt being made yesterday. Like, the guys were hopping over the hopping over to try to stop Jalen. They couldn't catch him. They were trying to sneak under the pile just to go ahead and lift him up. They couldn't do it. They were trying to, you know, I mean, both both defenders were coming in trying to go ahead and close that up. They couldn't. It was like, it's, yo, if there's no adjust, game. right? But if there's no adjustment for that, that is not our problem, man. Now the thing that uh Dallas got mentioned about the brotherly shove and the way that that they see it, right? So it's like, I, I saw them in the huddle rewatching the game, like really kind of probably doing the pick out your pigeons and the way that the creases. You see, they talked about the creases. So once they see a certain type of crease and how they're they're going to play that crease. Jalen kind of figures out where he's going to go, you know, pre-snap. So it's like, you know, they, they can figure out how they, uh, how they try to line it up. He's like, all right, well, I got, I know where I'm going next. Right. Um, so they have the science down pack, I think. Uh, and that's the problem that at the end of the day, if you can't um, stop it, you could only hope to contain it. <laughs> it's facts, man. It's facts. Uh, now, uh, Rackshack says, Hurts, the passer and runner, was fun. Shouldn't have thrown that pick in the third. You know, again, I think he, uh, he was feeling himself. And I think uh, maybe a, a better place football would have been nice. But if you could look throughout the game, Hurts was putting some dimes on people. I mean, throwing people open, no, no, uh, right in stride. I think it was just impeccable. Uh, we have uh Evan Hollywood Hearn joining, so also impeccable. Uh, how we doing, fellas? What up, good boy? man. Got the Cali Green on. Thought I thought I'd join the party here. Okay, <laughs> how you doing? Man? I'm I mean, right. what, what were your overall thoughts um, of your trip and overall performance of the Eagles? Uh, overall performance of the Eagles. Um, I want to start off by saying that great win, 
Um, I think that the Eagles, you know, pretty much controlled the game the entire way. And I stepped away from this game also thinking that, like, there hasn't really been a moment this entire year when we've been down, when we've been up, where I have ever thought that we were going to lose any one of these games. Uh, I think that we've been in the driver's seat the entire season so far. And I think that that is a really good tell of what kind of football team that we are, a really freaking good one. Um, so I'm, I'm loving it. I think that uh, I think that Jalen Carter is he's everything that we expected him to be. The man is a monster. Uh, he's filling that Hargrave void uh, immediately. I think that uh, our, our rushing attack is tremendous. And obviously, I mean, A.J. Brown, we got A.J. Brown. That's just thank you to the Titans, man. I, I, I count my lucky stars every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the trip itself out in L.A. Uh, was a great time. Uh, Philly sports trips, of course, always, uh, you know, hooking it up with uh, with a fantastic time. Hotel was cool. Um, did have some hiccups. You want to tell everyone about our hiccups? <laughs> um, well, so we got in late, late, uh, late on Thursday night, right? No, Friday. late Friday night. And uh, so... We got in probably like 11, 30, 12. Uh, we got to the hotel. We were, we were there on some mercenary shit. You know, we, we didn't have very long. So uh, we wanted to check out L.A. as much as we could. Uh, so we walked around Venice Beach. We tried to counteract the whole time difference, stay up later. And then we got back to the hotel room, I would say, probably around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I just wanted to shower, man. I had been traveling all day long. I just wanted to clean myself so I can get into bed. And uh, I go to pull on the little thing to start the shower, to stop the bath water flow and start the shower flow. It just came right out in my hands. And so uh, the first two showers I took, I, I was knelt down over and just splashing water up onto myself. <laughs> not the best. Not the best shower situation. So you, but you can't, you can't blame anybody for that. It's just uh, it, was a, it was a shitty shower. It was, so it was you, what it is. you're trying to tell people that you're walking around half showered? I was, walking around, I was walking around a little raunchy uh, after, after the, first, uh, <laughs> the first night. I'm not going to lie. I, know, I, I watched myself as, as good as I possibly could. But, you know, Evan turned not. into angry dad as he went down to the uh, front desk. And he's have, like, I, I demand. That I shower twice a day. I, the showering is a very important part of my life. And when I couldn't have my normal shower, I was, I was pretty, pretty peeved. Pretty, I, pretty. I went down in, in my Karen mode. <laughs> pretty pretty dank and rank uh but shout out to you, all you guys in the comments uh appreciate you guys stepping by and uh giving us your takes we're gonna try and get to some of your takes as we get through the show um because uh there was a lot of takes um uh, but uh before we get on shout out to birdman uh out there representing uh he was out there at the philly sports trips tailgate enjoying the time out here signing autographs doing his thing appreciate you guys as well uh you know we were at, at um Watching the uh, 49ers and Cowboys game, mm. Mm. you know, watching the, that the, watch the Cowboys implode and Dak saying the but, most humbling game of his entire life. But you know what's just, you know, what's kind of aggravating about that whole thing? Listen, watching them getting blown out, I'll never be upset about that. But the thing that I know in the back of my mind is. As soon as the Cowboys win their next game, regardless of who it's against, regardless of what the score difference is, they're going to be right back, man. They're going to crawl back out from underneath of the uh, of the cupboard, and they're going to be like, oh, we're the best, we're the best. Completely ignore the fact that we got, you know, derailed by Josh Dobbs a, a few weeks ago, and now the 49ers just completely exposed them. 
<laughs> it's never going to stop, they, man. They'll come back, man. We yeah. know how the cockroaches are. It's never going to stop. That's why I just stay focused on our squad and doing what we got to go ahead and do and let all that noise between the San Francisco 49ers and the Cowboys just keep on happen- happening amongst themselves. Dallas, I mean, uh, San Francisco whipped that ass because, I mean, they didn't beat them. They didn't just, you know, win the game. They beat that ass. Um, I'm still working on that goddamn clip, Gail. For some reason, my phone is not working with me with uh, Shanahan. With, uh, uh, oh, Shanahan. Shannon. Shannon Sharp. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that, you know, uh, Michael Parsons was talking about how they beat themselves. <laughs> still, <laughs> I'm still laughing at that shit. But, yeah, I mean, let, let, let the circus keep going on between them. We're going to be seeing both of them soon. We just need to focus on ourselves, focus on tightening up because there's still a lot. And I'm, I'm not going to sleep on either one of those teams, especially with the wide receiver core that they got. But, I mean, again, week, week in and week out, I keep telling you guys, we definitely got to go ahead and, and clean up that middle and our secondary. So something's got to be done. Um, I saw Roby a couple plays in uh, this past weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, they slightly – Worked them, worked them in there, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see a whole lot more of him this this weekend coming up. I'm hoping so, um, because you know, Job and um, and what's his name? Uh, damn, Ricks. Ricks. Yes, they were just. Yeah, sorry, they were just still getting lit up, bro. Well, I mean, I just think you know, those valuable reps again. I think that we're, I saw a comment about the trading deadline. You know, they're, they're probably going to look to try and get better. I mean. Bringing in Roby was perfect, I think. But also, I think about for cornerback depth, I think that's something you got to look at. But something that we all have to look at, or the league, the the rest of the defensive uh, coordinators in the league have to look at, is is Jalen Carter, man, is a menace. Like, I was telling someone today that I go to sleep happy knowing that I have Jalen Carter to watch for how many more years. Um, a guy that I've been studying for – the last two years just to see him on our team and just the how the hell did we get him and the how the hell is he th- throwing everyone out of the way he's beating double teams the quickest way to the quarterback is the a and b gap and you gotta see carter um another person that you probably didn't see well matt stafford didn't see was um our man hassan reddick post cast um temple's finest is showing up and lighting people up like christmas trees uh so between the both of them this is a this is a very good scene out here for the uh and i the, find it funny too because there was a lot of people that were quick to point out Hassan reddick's stats at the beginning of the year um talking about how you know oh you know he's completely fallen off blah 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 of course fans of other teams but disregarding the fact that he was playing with a cast on and uh, not to mention, he did start last year a little bit slow as well. So, I mean, he's right back in there now. I think he's – is he leading the team in sacks or is that uh, three, Carter? Th- three and a half sacks. Yeah. Um, Carter's got, got half on him. Three and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of pressures up there with Aaron Donald. Uh, another player, I, you know, again, we're going to go around. If we got You got negatives and positives you want to bring out. Uh, but positives, talk about Sewell Opeta, uh, a guy who's been a undraft free agent, a guy who's – learned in the, the house of Stoutland, the school, Stoutland University. He's he's learned some of the he's, – he's a jack of all trades. But I guess you could say he's a master of uh, Donald because, you know, the, Aaron Donald was – you know, he held him in check, although it did take other linemen out there to uh, help him out there. I saw a couple of reps where um, 
Um, Aaron, Aaron Donald got pushed out of the way like a small child by uh, Lane Johnson. <laughs> I was like, uh, what are you doing? Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they held uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald um, to no sacks, and he didn't – I don't believe he recorded a tackle. So, uh, Yeah, no, he was completely held in check, and I, I saw that stat uh, that Jeff Statland – I don't think Aaron Donald has ever scored a, uh, a sack on him, right? Um, I have some Aaron Donald – I have some Aaron Donald information here. Sorry, I, I was I was busy pulling in the picture of the weekend. I'm not sure if you saw that, Gary. <laughs> picture of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, in order to get the shot, oh, you've wow. got to <laughs> you got to get in the place to be able to take the shot. You know oh, what I mean? Uh, Gail ended up taking a picture of the tailgate, and I will say it was a great picture. Yeah, you, you done. Get, you you give the full scope of everybody that was there. Hey, you just hey, like, hey. Him climbing up there. I was like. Oh, that's a memorable moment right there. Oh, you just, yeah. You just opened up Pandora's box, bro. Hey. You know, it is on now. Do not slip and let us get pictures of you. I'm telling you. Hey, right hey. You, like, if, if, if someone asked me to do a job, I do it to the best. Whatever you got to do, right? Ability. Oh, by the, will, hey, by the I way, give you Evan, my best. By the way, Evan was in there. <laughs> I give you, I give you more, I give you my all. Uh, you know, even as it's dangerous, I, I was like moving the uh, porta potty, and someone, someone was in there. I was like, okay, uh, rough scene, rough scene. Uh, shout out to Nady who was also on the trip. He says you're right. He never had a sack of us in the last five games, which is probably all he's played against. He's been a uh, one and three versus the Eagles, uh, and we love Aaron Donald here. We love it. We love we love Aaron Donald. I mean, you I, remember what I said earlier in the year. I don't think that that exists now. Uh, I, I was I was a big believer that if the Rams were going to start out the year real slow, that Howie was going to work his magic and find a way to put how um, Aaron Donald in some Eagles green. But I got to be honest with you, with the emergence of uh, how Jalen Carter has just burst onto the scene. I, I don't I don't want to take any snaps away from him, to be honest right. with you. I mean, the, the rotation is deep as it is. And uh, I'm I'm down to just have Carter keep on just mauling dudes. And then let's go back to the very beginning, man. The fact that Fletcher Cox was out of this game, you know, due to the epidural that he ended up taking during the week. Yeah. And we got the chance to see what the future is going to be like having Jalen Carter and um Milton Davis Williams yep. and Milton. You know, what I mean, side by side, all these guys, because this is the future. Fletcher's only going to be here, you know, for the remaining part of the year, and then you know we don't know what his decision is going to be after the season. So. It's like something to look forward to, and I gotta say, what better way than to go ahead and show that against somebody like Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald? You know, I mean, I'm sorry, against the Rams, Aaron Donald, the Rams. You know, what I mean, like, what, what what better way to go ahead and and, and show that 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 uh, lineup against these guys? Like these guys, you know, what I mean, they did their thing, and that defense lit it up on that last quarter, like the last few drives. Oh, Hassan Rons, the Hassan Reddick sack. Was oh, like, yeah, brother. I mean, he, the, the way stadium. He, Lit up, man. Well, and that, that there there was certain moments during that game as well. Where and I mean, I'm not sure if you guys have talked about it yet, but we completely took over that stadium. Like the split, it wasn't even. I think it, I would say seventy thirty. I said that. I, I, I would I would say seventy thirty. Um, and there were a few moments, especially later in that game, where there was this wave of noise when the Eagles had made a play, and I was like. You know when you're you're at the link and it's expected that the crowd goes wild, 
but like it caught me off guard and i was like holy shit the eagles fans are loud in this place man. <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like I mean, are, they, are they pumping our volume yeah the, the the rams the rams had like every chance so like you know i mean i think it was like let's go rams and then we overpowered it with the let's go eagles mm-hmm. like every we we kept on countering with everything and overpowering all their fans there um, there was one fan that I told you that I was trying to catch up with, never had the opportunity to. He goes by the name of Ramsey. He's a guy who dresses up like an actual Ram, uh, dances, got the cape and everything. Well, he posted. Uh, I'll see if I can go ahead and show you so Maybe you can go ahead and put it up later. But um, he posted him sitting in the middle of all these Eagles fans, and he was like, we can't be allowing shit like this to happen. We can't let people like this come and take over our stadium. And I was like, bro, <laughs> given fact, we're always going to take over a stadium when it comes to us Philadelphia Eagles fans. And that's that, what we know well, for. I, I also think it's, it's <sighs> funny some of the justifications that fans of these opposing teams, you know, run into because they get caught in a spot where we're sitting there like, yo, this is embarrassing that we just came up in your city 3,000 miles away and took it over. Like it's Eagles' chance, it looks like an Eagles game. And uh, the one guy that was sitting behind us was making fun of us because the fans had started a chant while the Eagles offense was on the field. And there was like an E-A-G-L-E-S going on on the field. It was like, And he was like laughing at us where I was like, dude, we're in your stadium and there's a loud ass E-A-G-L-E-S chant going on. That's embarrassing. That's the embarrassing part. Uh, it was uh, there was I took a video. It's on my Twitter handle. I didn't post it anywhere else, but it was just a I started panning the camera. Shout out to Jesse Wines. He was in the middle of that doing the bird flock in his jorts over there. Uh, and uh, he, just everyone was so excited. Like, I, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, you, you got, like, I always say you got to be there. You got to show up sometimes. Just show up one, just show up sometimes so you can feel this experience, overwhelming love about your team and your fan base um, as you see them take over stadium. It's, it's, it's a wild thing. We get to, we're blessed to have this opportunity to go to a lot of these stadiums and see it happen. We the walkout in New England, it's you know crazy. Uh, you know it, it, the fans can't say anything to you, uh, and this walking out of this stadium can't say anything to you except for the two 12 year olds that started shit talking Evan on the way out. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and, they, they, they keep, and they kept on feeding me stuff that I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> They're like, yes. yeah, you guys lost in the Super Bowl last year. I'm like, yeah. but you guys weren't even in the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were uh, trying. What, what was the other one that they had said? <laughs> um, they were trying. I don't know. They were, they, they were funny. Now, Adrian says, amazing to see us dominate SoFi Stadium on the field and in the stands. Any doubt anymore who the best fan base is? Debate over. I saw a person on Twitter say the league has got to look into how that the Eagles keep taking these stadiums over. You know, the, they're probably you know, going to try and stop that just like they're the Twitch stuff. Yeah, like, they're they're going to be like, that. oh, only you know. 30% of ticket sales can go to yeah. Philadelphia. You know, the scientific <laughs> fact of that is that people are selling Eagle fans their tickets because they know – their team is going to get dominated. They don't want to spend the money to see their team get their asses kicked. So they sell the tickets. That's how it happens. And, and, and I'll take you one even further, too. I mean, uh, if you've ever been to an Eagles game, you've definitely seen, uh, you know, the vendors that walk around the lots and they've got their Bobo Eagles stuff. Uh, you know, the hats, the shirts, all that stuff. It's all Eagles gear at the Philly, at the Philadelphia Eagles games. Well, guess what? I went out to L.A. all the way across the country on the opposite coast. And there was no Rams vendors. It was all no Eagles way. vendors. All Eagles. All Which they is were wild. Was Eagles, Imagine that. And, being I, an and Eagles I said stadium. to him, I was like, 
damn, like it's it's crazy that you uh, you guys are just selling Eagle stuff. He's like, yeah, LA people don't buy anything. <laughs> Fake fans. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the it's facts, man. Because I mean, every part of that stadium, we I think we walked around and every section had somebody selling Eagle stuff. Whether if it was a uh, uh, the cap, it was the shirts, it was the see through uh, wallets or purses, book bags, whatever it was. I mean, shit, they even had some chains they just put together and they threw an Eagles logo on there. And that that That's just what it was, man. The business was flying for them because, you know what I mean, us Eagles fans are dedicated and we're going to go ahead and show support to our team. That, that And that's just it. Like, the fans of opposing teams got to hate seeing the uh, Eagles coming to town, but all of the vendors got to be licking their chops, brother. Like, oh, we've got we've got real fans coming to town? <laughs> I, I've got, I can actually <laughs> sustain my business. This hey, my, we, we, had one, we had one as we're walking, me and Winky were walking, and we were like, uh, one one Rams fan by himself, and I was like, yo, come on, man, let me get a go burst. He was like, it, it looked like he was getting ready to say, we were like, ah, right, you're going to say it. And he was like, no, 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 I, I was, I was. But you know what? Go home. <laughs> okay. You got that. Yo, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, they're going to hate us for being 5-0. and I said us because, yeah, us, all of us in the uh, fans out there are traveling with the squad to give advantages. We're undefeated. The fact, the fact that Matthew Stafford had to change up his snap count because of fans. allowed Jalen Carter to eat. Yeah, Jalen Carter mentioned it in his uh, little interview after the game that he started to learn their snap count because they had to change it. That is ridiculous. They were doing imagine, sign language out there. Imagine that in, at the link. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't it, happen. It, it never would happen. No matter, how, you know, God forbid how bad this team got, it would never happen. Yeah, let's let's get into some uh, – let's go with the your uh, offensive MVP for the last game. Mm. There's a, I mean, there's a lot, of, a lot of players to choose from in this one. Yeah, uh, I think the – I mean, it's got to be A.J. Brown, man. He's just been on a tear like no other. Uh, he continues to eat. Uh, I do feel for my boy Schmitty. I do feel for Schmitty. Uh, he has not been worked into the game plan, and I feel like he's starting to feel frustrated. He might not say it in the post game, but body language tells all. Uh, you, you, we were watching him on the sideline. Uh, there was one drive in particular I can think about um, where afterwards the, the interception came out. Was it the interception? Yeah. And Smitty came out, uh, and he was just pacing up and down the sideline by himself, and then he went and sat on the bench just completely away from everybody else. And I'm like, that dude's pissed. And the other thing about that is, like, again, like if you weren't in the stadium or I don't know, they don't, I don't believe they show that on the on the game tape, but he walked to the very end of the sideline, sat there for a minute. It took him a while, and then he came back to the bench, and then he sat down. I was like, Okay, what is what are the thoughts? What are the thoughts? Okay, again, again, like there was opportunities there with these corners and where the, the, their cornerbacks are set up. I thought there was they could take advantage of either corner wherever you went. Um, you know, it is what it is. I think they'll they'll piece up together. Um, I'm sure they will, but as long as they stay connected, I I don't have any. I think all the only thing that we're we're missing right now is the Smitty game. I mean, like AJ, AJ's gone off. All it takes, if if Smitty is able to go uh, in the, the next couple games for a buck fifty and two touchdowns, he he's right as rain, man. He's right, he he's some, right back on track. He's had some good games. He's scored some touchdowns. I think. I just think. I think that AJ is just, just so ball dominant, and it's tough to want to take the ball out of AJ's hands. Like he is a legitimate top five receiver in this league. He's a top three receiver, in my opinion, because I'm an Eagles fan, but. um He's he's legit, bro. 
I'll take okay. AJ over Puka Nakua any day of the week. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> so uh, Ev's got an AJ Brown. Prime, what do you have? I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard, man. Like I told you earlier, man, this is the game that he finally came out. Uh, this is the game that we've been hoping for, and here it, it, it finally happened. Um, and, and bro, just to go off of what you are saying, like it's going to come around eventually for uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, you know, I was with you. We, we saw him pacing up and down, and then you saw how frustrated he got. And he did get frustrated not only with the fact that he wasn't catching balls, but how, you know, some of the blocking was getting done or, you know, I mean, and here he's putting his all out to go ahead and make a block happen. And people weren't doing their part to go ahead and get the yards that they needed to get for a first down or whatever. And but the one thing I did notice and I had pointed this out to Gail, I, 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 I noticed that when A.J. Brown had gotten a reception, he was the first one that went up to A.J. Brown and gave him a high five. That was a good sign to me. To me, I took that. That was good to see because, you know, I mean, normally when somebody's frustrated or they got something on the back of their mind, they kind of distance themselves. So I, I'm not going to say that he was fully distancing himself from the team. You know, what I mean, eventually he came around and he, you know, he went and gave A.J. Brown that uh, for making that reception. So that was that was something I was like, OK, you know, what I mean, it's a start. It's something, you know, what I mean, to continue on with. And, you know, hopefully these guys will have conversation. If you guys didn't notice, they were kind of having conversations like during the timeouts. It was just the three of them. They huddled up and they had, you know, discussions about certain things. But yeah. that's that, that's the good thing to, to still be able to see as this They're is good. going on. Yeah, yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you think that there's any, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's that's my mentality. We're 5-0 right. and oh right now, and we have a well-balanced offense. I don't want to ever lean away from the run game, but... Do you think that there is some lingering thoughts in our wide receivers' minds that they wish we were a more pass-heavy team? I, 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 you know, I think any wide receiver, like I in college, I played with a team where we had two thousand-yard rush, rushers, and it was the worst season for us. We Reggie Bush and Lendell White, and we were upset every week. <laughs> uh, but we were out there <laughs> blocking for running backs while they run, ran over us, and it was it was. It's a team thing. Like at the end of the day, like you have DeAndre Swift, who's capable of putting up numbers. He's and he's doing so. I just think the way that we can operate, it's pick your poison. So I think that you have to keep it that way. You got to keep it as such. And if you get those opportunities, Quiz, <laughs> you got to take advantage of it. Oz, Oz got some opportunities, took advantage of it. Oz I wide just, receiver three, bro. But but Quez, I'll uh, give Quez uh, benefit of the doubt. He was wide open in the back of the end zone. I'm sure he wanted that one. Um, but then was it Devontae Smith, you know, being upset a little bit, you know, him Jalen going to him? Was that part of the uh, – I don't know. But at the end of the day, things are, things are going to happen. Things are going to – you know, plays are going to happen. I, I've seen some – forget who on Twitter was – was trying to you know critique james bradbury and like what like these plays are going to happen like slay got beat on a play they happen like this is football you you are never going to get the perfect football game sometimes you do 
Um, the 49ers versus the Cowboys. Um, but I think thinking about like mistakes are going to happen. It's just how you rebound and how you play out the rest of the game. Um, so yeah. my offensive MVP, I'm going to give that to Jalen. I thought he gave an overall good performance. His legs got us out of a lot of uh, trouble. Him scrambling. Uh, I can numerous, numerous plays. His his legs on the brotherly shove. They were four. They, they converted four of those. Well, These are demoralizing. Right the outside, and he got hit, what, like five yards prior to the, the first down line, and then he just like kind of spun his way out there. Ignited the crowd. Grown man shit. So we, we got three <laughs> different offensive MVPs, and they all deserve it. Uh, Before we move on to defensive MVP, I, I there was something that I don't want to lose in my mind real quick. What has been the most um, shocking storyline so far? We're, we're five games into the season. What surprised you the most about this Eagles team? Story the most line? surprising? Yeah. Um, the most surprising, I saw a couple of people in the, in the comments um, – my most surprising is the red zone opportunities, um, being that the fact that the Eagles – I got stats ready to go. Uh, Eagles were the third best in the league in the red zone last year. We are currently 27th in the league. We're still 5-0. and Our red and zone – Kelsey is, uh, is, is letting people know about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Our red zone, Eagles were two for six versus the Rams, one for two versus the Commanders, and one for five against the Bucks. Mm. Eagles are four in 13 in their last – Three games in the red zone. So, but when you think about like just how well-rounded of a team we are, and we're able to continue to win even with those stats existing, that is a good thing. But also, you have to—that's like a two-headed monster right there. It's great that we're so good right now that we're able to overcome that. Eventually, your luck's going to run out. You're not—you're—if you can't convert in the red zone, you're going to have to figure it out eventually, man. Um, but as as for me. Primo, I don't know what your most surprising thing is. Dude, this Rashad Penny thing is the weirdest thing ever to me, dude. When he came on this team, I legitimately thought he had a shot of being RB1 on this squad, bro. He is – dude, he could have been more bottom of the depth chart right now. He can't get a, He can't get touches over Boston Scott. That That's just surprising to me, man. That, that's what's blown me away. I, I got I got to say I'm really impressed on Covey's game. Covey's yeah. the one that's really, really shocking to me, man. Um, I know last year, every time I was always like when the ball was kicked up in the air and it's coming down to him, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, bro. There was times my eyes were closed, like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? How bad is this boy about to get hit? But this year, yo, he he lit it, he's lighting it up, man. He he's in and out, making moves, making the great cuts, you know what I mean, making plays happen and getting us in great field position. Big ups to him, man. He's really doing his thing, and I just hope he continues it all the way through. I got stats here. Covey picked up his fourth return this year of at least 20 yards. He had only one last year to increase his average to 16.9. He's, so, he's, he's shown definite improvement in that regard. Again, yeah. Covey haters, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, my uh, in the comments, a couple people said their biggest surprise Um was uh what do we have here we have uh bob says uh sirianni acting like a diva um oi oi when did you see that brandon says uh, jalen brandon says jalen carter dominating so early yeah um i'm not surprised at that one 
I mean, I think a lot of people were kind of expecting a a rookie type of, you know, transfer into the NFL. It's it's a completely different league uh, going from playing Saturday to playing on Sunday. When you're playing mm. on Saturday, you're playing against a roster that is probably like 80% not going to make it to the NFL. When you play mm. on Sunday, you're playing 100% NFL roster. Uh, and for him to not really miss a beat, that just – that, that speaks volumes. Uh, Chris Nady chimes in. He says, how is uh, Sirianni a diva? How? A guy has fire and his team's focused on every individual game. Coming agree. from a I fan I agree with that Nady. goes to every individual every, game. Yes, sir. And sees it heads on. What? How that man acts. I mean, yesterday I seen him in the, on the sideline, man. He was lighting it up. And he ain't had no holdbacks. Like, I saw when he started yelling at Quest. He was getting in Quest's ass. You know what I mean? You got two big ass key players making blocks for you, and you can't you you can't hold it down for you to go ahead and do your part. Uh, that's that's the type that's the type of coach we need, man. So now nah, I don't see the diva. I see a totally opposite from that comment. I, I that man is doing his job and he's letting these boys know when when they're doing something wrong. Pete is <clears throat> hater shit. Yeah, Pete, Pete is always talking he's, some hater. He's always on his hater shit. Uh, oh, take, bring your hater ass to Philly to a yeah, game. I'm gonna, put a, I'm gonna put him in a headlock. Hey man. Uh, the thing about Covey is that I always like from Covey, again, if you go back and watch some of his interviews when he talks about punt returning, it's an art form to him, and he's now seeing the field differently as he gets reps. Again, this is, I think the speed is slowing down for him. So he's making really quality moves out there. Um, let's see. Uh, big surprise. Tim says uh, Nolan Smith would be his surprise. Um, I just think there's a lot of guys in front of him. There's a lot of Hassan, Sweat. There's a lot of guys to go around. I think, again, there's going to be opportunities for him to come through. It's Bob, a long season. Bob brings up uh, calling three tush push plays out of spite after, you know, everybody complaining. <laughs> I will say that, like, you know, we tush pushed the hell out of last year. It feels like we're ramping it up even more this, this year. year. Uh, and I had even mentioned to you guys uh, after this game, uh, I was just like, th- there were certain parts uh, where I feel like the Eagles – you know, would try and keep people guessing. Like that last game, we were just like, nah, fuck it. Anytime we're in a third or fourth and one situation, we're tush pushing. How about how, how, how about my man? Was, how about how about my man, the fan that was up there and he was letting us know. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was I wish I had a video of it. I, I was they we had so we had Ram fans. <laughs> you know, there's Ram fans behind us, but uh, <coughs> he he they, he was like sitting in front of the steps where. Mostly, mostly everyone's yelling at people to get the hell out of the way. Yeah. But this moment, it was a Seagull fan, uh, and he was like emulating the tush or the brotherly shove, and he was just like mocking the Rams fans that are around us. He's like, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he, was like he was like, why? Is this? He was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought that was, the way that we ended that half. That was oh, the most bro. demoralizing way yeah. to go, to to close out a half for them. Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they had just mm-hmm. scored, and you're like, "All right, man, that that sucks." Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, your defensive MVP. Yo, man, Hassan Reddick, bro. Be Carter, bro. I'm sorry, I'm going with Hassan Reddick, man. He lit it up those back to back sacks. I called the one, wasn't expecting the second one, but the second one was definitely better than the first one. The way he landed on Stafford, the way he, you know, I mean, he got that secondary was just like. Yeah, and, you know, the cast is off. The cast has been off for a minute. He's starting to get his groove back. He's now back. You know, he's up to three. Uh, he's, you know, he, 
He's catching up, man. He's gonna Sound he's gonna right? get back. Yeah, he's getting back so, to that form, bro. I think I think that's a Camden uh slam for that. That's cool. That's cool. Definitely some CMD up in there. You know what I mean, <laughs> for sure. I think uh I think for uh Jalen Carter, first of all, to take the lead on the uh in, for the team on sacks on the year so far. And then on top of the fact to have you know the intelligence and wherewithal to pick up on the silent count that uh you know, and take advantage of that. And I'm sure that that information was passed on to his teammates on the sideline. Uh, you know, look out for this, look out for that. Uh, so I, I give it to Jalen Carter, man, a, a young and emerging star. Now, going back to, uh, you know, shout out to Maurice. Uh, he says, when Hassan's on, uh, he's on. For sure, um, man. He, for sure. Did, he did talk about um, studying game tape. He says, we watch tape on everyone. We taught, we watch tape on. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter who you are. We're watching tape on you. So he he said if they try to run, uh, pull up uh, a running back to chip, and I get around the running back, he's like it's on. And on that play where he yoked he the on. hell out of he, 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 it was the same exact play uh-huh. of the running back coming up to chip. He said I'll, I'll try a speed move and get around the running back, and it's on. And it was on. Uh, again, those. The signs, Reddick sacks have a different feel to them. It's like a, it's like got some Philly stank on it. And and um, Mark Bird brings up a great point too, where they happen in such critical moments in the game, like those two sacks coming at late, late in the game to kind of put the icing on the cake. And you think about obviously uh, the San Fran game, um, like th- this guy, he shows up in clutch moments. Balls I'm out. Gonna, I'm gonna give uh, mine to Carter. I just think his. His heat up the middle is uh, really shaking up quarterbacks. Again, we talked about some of the quarterbacks that we played uh, over the last couple of games aren't at the level as Matt Stafford. But to see Matt Stafford again, there's that look when I look when I look for it in these games, through these looks of uh, the quarterbacks when they get hit, or cornerbacks when they get uh, deflowered by uh, <laughs> by uh, AJ Brown. There's a look of like I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. He just uprooted me, my soul, mm-hmm. ripped out my heart, and they're on the ground looking. But I can't do – I can't stop you. Talking about you, Emmanuel Forbes, still crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, even Kendrick was just talking shit. And then <laughs> he he was like, "There's I shouldn't have done that. Uh, then, he, <laughs> then, he did, then he pulled out the one-arm jammy. And then it's just – that. those are the moments I, I live for. But um, I, I'll give Desai a hat tip just for being – Halftime adjustment, man. Hey. That's what we're looking for. That was something that we were waiting on last year, and uh, yeah. you know we finally got. <laughs> AJ goes right to her her boo, sexy Goddard action. She was all about that. Um, let's see, man. Um, I mean, I saw some comment about Quez in there about um something. Gotta I mean, what <clears throat> what having pictures on Howie Roseman? That's why he's still on the team. Uh, I think I just think Quez. <laughs> Uh, you saw in, if you watched rewatch the game, you saw where Nick Ciarani was pissed off on the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah, the guys had it blocked up. Lovely. Um, we also heard you could also hear Greg Olson on the call say the same it's all thing. Greg Olson. And then I was trying to segue into uh, Sorry. uh <laughs> just, no, but uh, shout out to Brian. We were uh, shout out to Vince from yep. Village Sports Chips out here. We're having dinner now, nah, we're having lunch. Nice, beautiful. Really uh, seafood there. restaurant. Prime didn't eat any. What was it called? Fishing uh, with Dynamite. Yeah, Fishing Fish with Dynamite. With dynamite. <laughs> so uh, I spotted Olsen like two blocks up the road. I don't know how, but 
you know, this is a football vision. You either have it or you don't. So I seen Olsen coming down and Prime, who is a diehard Miami fan. I'll let you tell the rest. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, the fact that Gail pointed out Olsen and then, you know, like I said, I, I, I had to just double. I had to stand up and just make sure. Stand up I made mac and cheese and chicken tenders. And, and french fries. Don't forget the french fries. <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 if you're going to detail it, detail it right. It was french fries. All right. Uh, and then I stood up. You know, I mean, I saw Olsen. And I ran over there like a little kid. I was, I, I ghosted. I was gone. I was like, yo, I'll be right back. Went, went across the street to him. And you know what I mean? Just you have the picture there. on your phone, at least? I, I do have the picture on the phone. Okay. You can bring uh, that up. And then, uh, you know what I mean? I went up to him and I was politely, you know what I mean? Greg Olson, what's up, man? Big fan of the U. Uh, Want to know if I could get it, go ahead and get a quick pick. And, you know, by all means, he hooked it up. There he goes right there. Let's see here. Solo layout. Look at look at him. Hey, and he another thing, he calls a good game, man. He yeah, calls man. it evenly. Hey. I like I like like so definitely was a moment for me. You know, what I mean a big fan of Greg Olson. I mean, one of the one of the best tight ends in, in the U history. But uh yeah, man, it was it was good to see him and uh you know, I'm glad I got the opportunity and big shout out to you for pointing him out. Now Adrian says, What about blanket shit? Worth a mention, love the energy he's playing with. We're we're always mentioning the milk muscle, you know. what I mean, <laughs> he's never forgotten about, bro. Uh, let's let's just be clear about that. I mean, the guys leading in attack was pretty much what we're in our fifth game of the season. I think four out of the five, maybe or maybe three out of the five games he's led in tackles in those games. My man is doing his thing. He's solid. It's a blessing to have this kid on this squad playing the way he's playing right now. A lot of people slept on him. A lot of people had doubt on him, and I'm going to tell you right now, just seeing it live and in action week by week by week, I feel like he's just getting better and better. And it's the confidence level, not just of him having, but, I mean, us as fans, that was one thing that we kind of, like, slacked on, having the confidence level in this safety uh, the safety position. Safety position, yeah. Yeah, and, and just seeing blanket shit there is like, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, no worries. That's yeah. that's that's where he's got me at. I have no worries. I'm not saying he's going to go ahead and stop every single play. He's not perfect. Yeah. But he's holding it down just as much as we need him to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. DC says, uh, he said, I'm sick of people talking about last year. In what terms? Um, question. Um, my thing is, uh, I think the thing about if you're comparing last year's team to this year's team, every team is different. And I think every team has an identity. And at, at this moment, we're figuring it out. Uh, I, think, I get I they're figuring it out. Is we know our two identity. games up on the rest of the division. That's what I would call our identity. <laughs> right you know, like I think the <laughs> offense is starting to hit. Um, I think uh, they're getting their groove. Stella got a groove back. The Eagles' offense is getting their groove back. I know. Uh, looking in the comments here, no, it's getting close to uh, how we trade season time. Um, I know someone mentioned in the comments about. It's weird about Rashad Penny. Are the Eagles holding him on for a potential trade? That would that be that would be quite yo. Know, that would be quite interesting if I, the I, Eagles I, did swap Penny for teams that losing running backs at a no. High I mean clip. They, they keep on going down across the league, man. And uh, I mean you you got Jonathan Taylor coming back uh, now, but there's still definitely some teams out there that are hurting for a good running back. And you look, he's a guy that is a great player. That's just not being used. At least he was great. Last time I saw him playing. Um, I don't know what's changed. Um, and when was that <laughs> back in Seattle? <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, th- I think that Rashad Penny has definitely got to look out for. Obviously, I don't think it would be a player for player trade. I think we would just end up recouping some picks there. Um, but you know, if I'm if I'm thinking about uh, trades here, and I'm thinking about who the Eagles should go out and acquire, as as much as I love Blankenship, and as much as I feel okay with our safeties, I wouldn't mind if we brought one in, man. And uh, little little Jeremy Chin action, little Buda Baker. Baker. I would say if you're going low low ball, I go Jabril Peppers, the hybrid. Jabril Peppers. Mm. I mean, yeah, it could help out in the linebacker role. I mean, Patriots are uh, tanking. uh, If if Caleb Williams goes to the Patriots, I'm going to be bummed out, bro. (laughs) It's it's looking promising, bro. (laughs) It's looking promising. Or the or the Giants that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Giants are where they're at, and I'm. I'm laughing at my good friends that are Giants fans. They, I, every time I see them, I don't have to say anything. I just go. Why not? It's like you. Try, you know, you try to give your your, your Giants fans people's a heads up about what their squad really is. They just they just can't face the facts. Yo. You know, I mean, if, if they really thought that Daniel Jones was going to take them to the promised land, they were lost already there. And then you know, what I mean, and 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 their coach. I said it, and I'm gonna stick to it. I think he really had a good, lucky year last year, and that's it. You know oh, what I mean? Whoa. And then, and just bro, he he's exposed. Yeah, yeah. I just look at my giant friends. I don't. I just see them. I go, <laughs> and they just they that know. Eats them. They know they, exactly they what you're them. saying without saying. It. I don't gotta say nothing. It's great. It's great. It's a great. It's a great vibe here. Um, any other uh, some other points that you guys uh, want to highlight? on that there's um, again, I I, I sing. Praises of Opeta, man. Yeah, I still no, thinking about I'm watching some of those reps. I'm like, bro, he stepped in and he's having himself a couple of good games. He definitely has been. Um, and are you guys at all surprised that uh, it hasn't been like where, where's Steen? Where's the, where's that whole thing going on? Are you I don't know. Was that only one... got the job that that start roll over Steen. There was only one person on, on, on this podcast that was big on Steam. And, and, and okay. you know, where's he at? <laughs> yeah, she's going to go ahead and get that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm mocking you. No, name, <laughs> bitch. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about the squad right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, I think they're heading in the right direction. They, they definitely are, bro. It's like, you, you know, we keep on mentioning it, especially like the ride home. We were talking about it. Like, we got some things we got to go ahead and fix up. Let's, you know, we're not perfect. This team is not, you know, where it needs to be at exactly right now, but they will get there. And that's just the thing. Taking it week by week, they'll eventually put the pieces to the puzzle together. And look, you know what I mean? At the end of the tunnel, we're going to be right back to where, you know what I mean, where we left off last year, back in that game. And, you know, this time we're going to do our thing. So it's, it's, it's still some work to go ahead and put in. Pete Nathan talks about uh, Dean probably be back this week. Yeah, he's uh, he's off. Do you think he, you think he kind of got to fight for his job back, or what's the deal there, bro? I we, mean, we will. I, see. I was thinking that he was going to be one of the stars of this defense prior to he, year starting. He's definitely Morrow, one that would, he's a guy that ended up getting cut in the uh, in the whole you know training camp process yeah. has turned out to be one of our better linebackers. Bro, he's definitely one that would probably take that 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 type of thing into perspective. Like shit, you know. What I mean, this guy Morrow's doing his thing now. I got to go ahead and come back in. And, and step up. Ball out, I, bro. I, I, I I definitely see Dean having that in the back of his mind. Like, 
I got to go ahead and shine. I got to get back to where I was at just to prove to them, to myself, to the team, to the organization. You brought me here for a reason. Now I got to go ahead and fix this. Just I hope to God he can just stay healthy for the rest of the year. Yep. Yeah, shout out to Mal Davis. Uh, he said you didn't even send the link to your boy. Uh, man, we're going to get you on, man. Let, let me know when you're going to be on the show, bro. And we, we're going to give you those reps, my guy. Uh, at the end of the day, man, um, I'm, I'm thinking – you know what things have to change. I think the Eagles have to get better in the red zone. I mean, they're 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 still doing their thing, and they're still, you know, it's not it's not that pretty, but they're still five and zero. I also I think a huge part of the Eagles' success this year that isn't really even being talked about is owning the time of possession. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of games where we have completely dominated the time of possession, and that is due to just long-ass drives that we just keep on running the ball down their throat and draining their, uh, you know, their trench, their defensive line, their entire defense, keeping them on the field while we, uh, we just keep on shoving the ball, you know, five yards down the field at a time. Now, Ali says, uh, do you guys think we keep Opeta in when Jurgens returns? He was rated the offensive line. Uh, best offensive line per PFF and dominated Aaron Donald. He sure did. I think, uh, you know, I think again, you know, this is a this is competition. It's a good problem to have. I like this. I like I like competition. Whoever they feel is fit for that job, I think uh, you go ahead and put them in there. Uh, Opet has been here for a while now, so if, it, if it, it, I, to be honest with you, and like if I'm looking long term with it, I kind of think I would rather have Opeta continue to develop in that role because when Kelsey retires next year, Jurgens is going to be in the center role. So I'm, I'm down to let Opeta keep on getting those guard reps. Now, AJ mentions Quez is embarrassing. Facts. Uh, you know, another guy who's not been getting reps in New York. Um, shout out to Todd. He had mentioned that uh, Miko Harmon, uh, the Jets could look to trade him and he, Love for Miko Harmon, field stretcher. Doesn't doesn't move the needle for me. Sorry. No. First time I'm hearing of the name. Honestly, no, it doesn't do nothing for me. He's, I, he's, don't, a, don't, he's a Georgia Bulldog guy. I, that's cool. That's cool. I'm I mean, a Hurricanes fan. Uh, I think I just look at look at how our wide receivers are set up, man. It's it's set up for two wide receivers to eat well, and then a third yeah, guy Miko to kind is, of get in. Oz is doing fine, is. bro. I don't. I'm not dying for Miko. Well, I'm just saying, Miko. <laughs> I'm just saying, like in terms of field stretcher, there's not a lot of field stretchers out there. So if you were to be say, "Hey, Quez is not the guy," you could bring in Miko for that Quez. Yeah, but we talked about I, this. I, I, I think What's wrong with the kids? What Miko is, man. What's I wrong with the kids? No, I I'm just. I just to, just told you that he's a field stretcher. That's I, it. I, and I was just telling you how I know you just told us he's a field stretcher. I just don't think that. I think he is not as good as. People are making them out to be. That's simple as that. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, field stretchers, they're they're there to open things up. If Quez can't make the plays that is we're he, asking is, for. Is Nico Harbin stretching the field right now with the Jets? He's not, they're not playing him. So, obviously, they want to trade him. I mean, if, if he so. can't get onto the field, that says something. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, uh, you know, they pay for him. So, he's got the same, same mind as kind of uh, Howie. You know, how much? How much is Miko gonna cost? You said they paid him. Um, he made like I think four mil a year, but the, after the midseason, he could be a. I'm just saying this is this is what Ty brought up to, to me. Um, 
Let's see. Wealthy Mind says, uh, shout out to Decipher, out coaching McVay, one of the best offensive minds, who had Kyron, Cup, and Puka at his disposal. I was laughing at McVay today as, as I rewatched the game because he looked perplexed. <laughs> so for his offense, we're talking a guy who beat Doug Peterson for coach of the year, for his offense to sputter and not score points, that's decided his job. Yep, 100%. And also beat uh, Calvin Johnson for Player of the Year in Georgia. That's, that's still, insane. Still Player of the Year. How do you beat Calvin Johnson? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, DC says Eagle fans always find something to complain about, no matter what. It's, I mean, there's. I think there are. There is a faction of Eagle fans who will complain about being five and zero the way we're five and zero. That's the. I mentioned. I made, I made fun of all the Eagles fans that were sitting there complaining about. Our, our punt game <laughs> going into the year. <laughs> I, I also watched man punt the football, and I was like, you know what? We're not even missing that guy. What's his name? Uh, Sipos? No, I know his name. <laughs> AJ says, did you guys go to the Santa Monica Pier? No. We didn't no. go to the pier. We we were around it, but we did not. Did you hear what happened today at the pier? <laughs> what happened at the pier? They shut it down. Somebody ended up uh, climbing up the um, Ferris wheel, um, started threatening people, saying that they were going to go ahead and do something. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I do say one of the things that we, we enjoyed the most is finding GTA landmarks yeah. uh, in L.A. I think that was our most inspiring thing. Like if someone's like, did you see this? Did you see that? I'm like, no, but I did see this GTA location on the <laughs> okay. map. I found me some new hiding spots. Pause there, John. Pause. <laughs> John in the comments says, Quez is the weak kink. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, Justin mentions that um, there were some misfires by staff, so I'm still in the wait and see about the secondary. Uh, people were open. Also tired about people complaining about the tush push not looking so not looking aesthetic. I think it's a work of art. Yeah, uh, in terms of leverage in rugby. I love how my low. favorite is when people say that it's not football. What about it isn't football? Right. It's, it's like, happening on is, the football field during a football it game. Not, how how it's it a running football? play. How is it not mm. football? I need to, I need someone to put compile all the tush pushes of Brady's. Yeah. If someone has any free time on their hands. I mean, there was only like a thousand of them. I mean, I, I don't have them. Um, shout out to Puga, who's coming into uh, Philly next week. Um, I think uh, Puga will be staying at my house. Really? Yeah. Oh, sure. um, just First don't bring guest. any. Just don't bring any bed, bed bugs, Puga. Okay. Hey, uh, is that? <laughs> by the way, is that trading card still to your right, right there, within arm's reach? Because you know which one I'm talking about, and is it still there? You son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down, bitch. You talking to me? Yeah. We're talking to you. Yeah. Trading, trading card to yep. your right. Down. <clears throat> On the desk. We caught it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you found it. Yeah. He said. He said. He said trading card. And it's a trading card. There's no trading card. Shut these down. guys. These guys finally got to the house. Um, this was, this was from a Zach Ertz. Oh, I thought that was just yeah. my angle. Oh. Yeah. From the Zach Ertz. Uh, well, see? Well, let me see the picture again. 
Well, why why was Jason Witten on there? I don't know because it's in there, guy. Doesn't matter. You still had it out on the table. These guys thought I had a. He was worshiping it. Jason Witten. <laughs> Jason Witten. It was from it was Zach Ertz thing. See, uh, but he Ke- Puga mentions the Kelly Green tailgate party. This is going to be one of our bigger tailgates. Um, it's a Kelly Green game, so make sure you bring your Kelly Green. Shout out to Red Bull. Red Bull will be out there representing as well, and Bud Light and Conchi tomato pies. Any ideas for tomato pies? Um, we we got to get a vibe. Lo- lo- love a run, Eagles run. I'm always a fan of that. Okay. Um, Kelly Kelly Green is back. Is it is it Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Wouldn't mind a yeah. ribbon. We had it was it was it was mainly last last game, but yeah yeah. It's a month. I thought. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's a month for every every uh, every occasion. Okay. <clears throat> Um, we're getting comments about uh, Chalk Doc. Chalk Doc. Um, Dustin calls him Talcum Jenkins. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is, that is, that, that's, that's pretty. That's a pretty good one. Um, Late Lathan says, "Do you guys think Roby will be the starting nickel corner going forward? I think he's, yeah, yeah, he's with uh, with Avante out." I think mm. that he's got a pretty solid chance of that for sure. The young guys are still, you know, working out the kinks. <laughs> uh, Mark asks, shout out to Mark. Hope you're feeling better. Um, we missed you out there. Yeah, bro. Love to have you out there, man. Uh, I was thinking when we took this picture, I was like, damn, man, I wish Mark was in here. Because uh, it was like the perfect opportunity to see all the West Coast fans out there. This is a good. This is a good photo, man. I, I was like, yeah, man, we had a good time out there. Shout out to Aaron good. and West Coast Hoop Nation out there was, doing his thing. I was we, loved right there. Uh, Northwest uh, birth, uh, bird, uh, Northwest bird gang is in the building as well. Prime's boy, Nady's in there. <laughs> I always I go back to these photos and I zoom in on people's faces to go on their what exact emotion were they feeling. The Eagles were at that bar. Um, at Tavern on the main. Yeah. Uh, he was actually the correct one. The owner the one is I've... on the uh, left in there. So he was excited to be in there. I told him we'd shout him out. But uh, just a lot of Eagle fans in there repping the uh, the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Weird scene. It would have been nice if they won last night, but you know. What do you that that kind of sucked. That kind of sucked. This guy. I'm looking in the chat um, in, the, in the brand here. The title of the picture is called Gail Stinking. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any uh, any other comments you're saying? Um, you want to bring up? Elena says, "Forgot Penny was on the team again." That that is going to be interesting if they do if they do trade him. Tim Perkins, uh, not another safety brought up, Justin Simmons. He plays for Denver, correct? I mean, that's another it's, team that could said, be looking mm, to sell. They said a lot, of, a lot of those players are available. I think uh, PS2. You know, Pete Nathan would sell his soul for PS2. I would sell Pete Nathan's soul for I PS2. Would sell, I, would, <laughs> I, I, would trade, I would trade Pete Nathan for a PS2. <laughs> what? Send him to Denver. No, I would put the trade in and just throw his ass in there. Like, here, take this guy, too, with his crap cakes. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mr. Iflo. Says every time the media talks about us, it's not about how good we are. It's about the brotherly shove and how it should be banned. Never seen people cross the 
the most surprising one was Lewis Riddick. I didn't I expected better from you. Yeah, that that was just <laughs> told you he's still mad he didn't get that GM spot. I was like, and, and on, have you guys also noticed just the uh, the general anytime there's anything good going on in Philadelphia, we got to have a rule change. I'm not sure if you guys also caught the uh, conversation uh, prior to the Phillies game yesterday, but there was Braves fans that were sitting there complaining, talking about it's unfair that we have to have a five game break after a 162 game season throws us out of our out of our form. Dude, shut the hell up. Five games? You guys played 162 games. You can't take a five-game break? Just completely get rusty? We got uh, Jay screaming for chin. We have a uh, shout to Kyler. He says, give me Buda Baker. Buddha. AJ wants Garrett Wilson. He's not going to get traded. <coughs> uh, he was, uh, offensive rookie of the year last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. Um Maury says, so the Eagles second still has issues, fellas. Who is the weak link as of now in week six? Hmm. I'd have to say. Honestly, the secondary, I'm going to. Weak link? I'm going to Bradbury. Is he? Well, you did, we're not going to say no safeties? Edmonds? I'm just saying Bradbury hasn't, uh, hasn't had the best year so far. I'm not saying that he's been a liability. I'm just saying he hasn't had the best year. He's not, he's not all pro again this year. So you give about two touchdowns so far, three touchdowns this year? Yeah, he was injured for one game. One game. Yeah, still. Four games. Weak, weak, the weak link, I think, um, I just think any of our linebackers in space, kind of. I mean, they said secondary. Yeah, but now like, I'm going to go safeties in space. Um. I mean, Job is definitely a guy getting picked on. If like sure. you know, he's on. he's a guy that uh. But again, I think I, I do think, um, uh, I know Jimmy Kemsky wrote about saying bringing in C.J. Anderson that would be a trade option for cornerback depth. If you, you know? as as you guys look at the uh the rest of the NFC, who's uh who's some teams that you think are legitimate threats? NFC, NFC 40 and 49ers. 49ers? That's it. That's it. That's it. 49ers, the way they're built and the way they have stars around their team, just like we do. Uh, but then when you get to the quarterback position, I think we have the advantage there. Although Purdy played a hell of a game, threw a lot of dimes, threw with anticipation. I like that he's even killed. He's got the serial killer vibes. You don't know what he's thinking. I like that from him. But again, he's, he's not Joe Montana. John, John and Peter, both in my mind. I like. I, I think that the Eagles and 49ers are in their own tier, but I think that the Lions and Seahawks are both solid, solid teams this year, man. Lions are a good squad, and the Seahawks, I'm looking at, they're rebuilding the Legion of Boom, man. I'm not sure if you're noticing that, but drafting Tariq Wollen last year, getting Spoon this year. Kobe like, Bryant. They have solid yeah. corners, really good corners. But we do have wide receivers that I'd love to see them go up against. That would be awesome. I would love to watch yeah. uh, Seattle secondary versus our offense. That would be great. That's, uh, when you, Lions lost another – they lost another secondary piece. Yes, first game back from Yeah. Um, Emma, was that Emmanuel Mosley? Yep. So um, – and they great. lost uh, CJ GJ. Yeah, CJ yep. Garner. Yeah. I, I mean, I like what they're doing up – I like the culture they're building in Detroit. And, again, if they ever get a J-Mo on the field – 
I mean, I like. Hey, I like. We got to we got to meet um, coaching staff at the Senior Bowl. They were awesome, man. Dan was awesome. He's just a reg. He's a regular dude, man. Yeah. It was. It was. He was just cool as shit, and I could see why players um, love him. Uh, Shout to uh, Corey. He's he played he played with uh, Dan at at Dallas. He told the story of like going on some crazy wild night of drinking binge, and they ended up like from going from like to Mexico and they were in some field. It was a crazy story. I don't want to go into too detailed, but he said that's the type of dude he is. Um, but yeah. Uh, Sean asks, what's up fellas? You're right. They should have never gave Danny dimes the money. Danny dimes got, is getting rocked the last two games? He's gotten, he's gotten. Embarrassed. He's going to use all that money for his hospital bill. Yo, isn't it funny, too, how the uh, New York Giants have found a way to get two quarterbacks in a row that make the same freaking face when they get, like, flustered and frustrated? (laughs) Jones faced? (laughs) Jones faced? Both of them. (laughs) Just looking drunk as hell out there. Now, Evan, I I know you haven't seen Jerome Brown play in live not live yeah. um but prime would you agree <clears throat> that jalen carter is J- jerome brown 2.0 absolutely bro the way he gets through that deep that offensive line and gets to the quarterback yes and then when he puts a hit in on the quarterback yes because jerome brown used to play with the same same energy man and so yeah it's like you're seeing jerome brown all over again hmm yeah i, I i'm agree um it's and it's and it's wild to even like mention, like you know, like a lot of people will, will try to like put these players on people early mm-hmm. in their career, and it, which is not fair. But I think Jalen Carter is doing it with ease. He's he's taking he's taking and then it goes again. Just go to watch all these teams that we play. Look at their inferior guards that they are going to have to deal with this. <laughs> Jeez. Pete Nathan. <laughs> yeah, Pete, wait, wait, Pete, till I see, wait till I see you. We bro. might have to uh, put him in a headlock, I think. Yeah, so. wait, till, wait till I see you, Pete. <laughs> Wealthy Mind says, so far was absolutely taken over by Green Gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even, yo, I think we kicked everybody out and we still stayed. I, th- I, I thought the funniest part was uh, was going to the bathroom and, like, you go you go in there and, and I, it's just Eagles chants the entire time. <laughs> And then you finish up an Eagles chant, you just hear, shut up. <laughs> my my favorite thing about taking over stadium is when you hear like fans behind you cackling or like talking shit and they're confident and they buy the f- each quarter as they get it, it slowly know. gets drained from them. And then by the by the end they're like leaving with their tail between their legs and they're like turn around. Good game, man. fucking dumb. Good, good game, man. You guys beat us fair and square. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to tell us. Like, we look knew at your stadium. Yeah. Look at your stadium. <laughs> um, hmm. game was hmm. over before we even came up in this bit. <laughs> now, shout out to Mr. Cross. Check out his uh, video game channel and his YouTube channel. Uh, he says two or three drives over seven minutes and thirty seconds. One over eight minutes last game. That's some good shit. Right. Uh, you talk about saying, grinding it out at the end of a game, taking someone's soul. That, that the Eagles did. 
I mean, but I, I'm going to be honest. Like, if you got to, they got to start. Like, they got to start taking advantage of these opportunities. Just like put them, put them out, man. Put them out. I, when you can. I will say too that our, our our red zone offense has obviously been suspect. We've we've pointed at the numbers. It hasn't been up to par. Um, but our ability to get a first down is off the charts. Uh, and so that's what like those long drives, especially at the end of the game when we are just like chipping our way up the field. And uh, I, w- I was saying that as we were up by two scores at the end of that game and, you know, the Rams fans were clinging on to hope that they were going to be able to come back and every single first down, I'm just sitting there, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, clock's ticking. And uh, it's great to be able to control the clock like that. Blue Meanie says, call me weird, but I live when I love when I love when the Eagles get the ball in their own 10 because I know that they can drive the clock even more. Uh, Pete Nathan talking about uh, I, I saw him mention uh, anybody interested in Jerry Judy. And I'll take him. No one in the comment. I mean, I think Jerry Judy is a good wide receiver, but like if we're talking about we were talking about we want a field stretcher, right? I mean, he's not really. Well, I mean, he he for that, he, and then he's, then he's uh, just another wide receiver, just like the ones we got. He's, uh, he's not going to tw- be getting fed. He's twitchy, and he's a route runner, uh, and a former teammate of uh, Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. Yeah, I know, I know all those things, but I'm saying that we are and have, and Jalen Car- Jalen his rapport with Jalen. We have a wide receiver group that is already talented in itself. That the ball doesn't get around to enough people, and that we're going to bring in another guy that's going to want to demand targets, bro. Hey, but he's a Bama guy, likes to win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boy, I mean, he's playing with uh, uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Hey, Come man, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I think he wants Judy, I think he wants Judy is a, a massive step up from Quez and Miko Hardman. Or, I'm sorry, Quez and um, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, thank you. Oh, that's, that's where we're at. Um, so, I mean, if we can get him for a ride, let's go. Eagles country. I wouldn't let's be ride. upset with it. I'm just saying that it let's doesn't ride. make much sense. Let's to ride. Let's try. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of comments. I'm sorry, guys. Um, appreciate you guys in the chat. Um, shout out to uh, Hollis Thomas, also traveling on the road mm-hmm. to victory. Um, let's see. Uh, Jason says Cunningham having a solid year as our linebacker. Love the brotherly Uh Cunningham, and he, and he. I mean, I think, I think Cunningham has been an excellent ad. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. That's an interesting thing. I'll take him. He's, I, I, he might be a little long in the tooth now, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what he's done the past few years. I know he was good a few years ago. Good good, good route runner. Um, Darling says, I'm tired of hearing about Javon Hargrave. One of the announcers said something about him during the game. All they said was that he was just a great addition to this line. You know what I mean? Nothing new, but no. no he's a great I mean. player. I'm not, I'm not just counting what Hargrave is. I think he's a really good player for the 49ers. But, that, but thanks to Carter, we forgot about him. Yeah, easy. Hmm. AJ says, Shante and I will be at the Kelly Green party this Sunday. Nice. Next Sunday. Yes. Next Sunday. Uh, for, the Jet, for the Jets game. This is this will be people are asking about tailgates. We will not be tailgate. I might I might try and go to the game. I don't know, but definitely not a tailgate. L A L A took. I say L A body slammed us in terms of uh, juice levels. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta prepare ourselves for that Miami game because it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Evan was uh, had a bad back. 
dude. The crib killed me, bro. I'm not gonna lie. My my back feels so much better right now. I I, I legitimately uh he said the I call, crib. I caught I caught up on the crib. I wish I could I wish I had a picture of it ready. You should have took a picture. I did take a picture. Hold on, I'll pull it up. But the yo, the crib was not built for a man my size. Yeah. <laughs> This, this this guy brought a uh, an adult. That's called crib. being innovative, pal. <laughs> <laughs> While well, we waited out Pete's, right. okay. That was uh, that's what I was working with there. That was the chair that goes next to the desk in the room, right? And uh, the little bench that you sit down to put your shoes on pushed together they were the same height and i looked at it and i was like that might work yeah. and so uh it didn't <laughs> it did not work my back was killing me and then i would wake up around three four o'clock in the morning and stare daggers into prime and gale as they said they <laughs> laid in their beds i was like oh my fucking back hurts so bad yeah it got to the point where this motherfucker but, uh, people are staring at me just take the goddamn bed <laughs> i mean it is what it is we we, we split our time and um you know it was it was Primo's turn to uh, get some bed action. Yeah, we split our time. That sure. guy, yeah. <laughs> man's never seen a floor in his life. Never, never Not with us. Yeah. You can sleep in the bed with me. Stay on your side. You see, Gail throws these very intriguing offers out <laughs> at you, um, and then because he I knows what he's doing. I gotta take. I gotta take a picture of uh, the next time that we man will. falls asleep. Yeah, I've never know. in my Offer's life seen. I've never Off, seen offers always there. I've never seen somebody fall asleep with so much shit on their bed in my life. Because he knows what he's doing. He's he putting exactly shit on. Yeah, he's no. he's, he's, he's Mr. Oh yeah, no. Why didn't you just jump in? I had my laptop, fucking all my, <laughs> all my clothes. Bro, I'm I, now that I've uh, got my life back together, this house and everything. Everything's a couple sec. I don't do that now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that now. Shout out to uh, Ivan. Uh, we missed him out there in L.A. Um, man. Uh man, we missed a lot of people out there. Um, time, time, time was uh so uh so quick. But uh, I've said the devil, and you'll be able to hear that story if you come to the Fourth and John tailgate exclusively. He met the actual actual Satan, didn't you, Gail? But I think that's, once I think once he tells this story, a lot of a, people are gonna be like, "I know that devil too." That's a long story. That is a long story. I. That's the part I'm gonna be more intrigued about. How many? The funniest part was the ride home and like him slowly convincing himself, dude. I think she was actually possessed. That was the devil. I think that the was minute the devil. I mentioned the devil, it was like bling. I fucking knew it. That was the devil. Oh, that was funny. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. Um, but anyways, uh before we get out of here, I appreciate everyone in the comments, man. Um, always appreciate your support. It's always always awesome to go on the road and actually meet people that listen to the show. Uh we randomly bumped into so many people walking through LA that listen and support the brand or have been to tailgates and they let you know that they listen and they didn't think they were gonna bump into us out here and it's just, we appreciate you, uh, and it's why we do this stuff, man. Um, it's a great fan base, and people are everywhere. Eagle fans are everywhere. everywhere. Um, but before we get out of here, I want to mention Philly Sports Trips. 
make sure you go if you want to go on a uh, trip shout out to them book a trip at phillysportstrips.com you can make make sure to follow them at sports trips phl for more information they are on all socials facebook uh instagram um shout out to dj lowski who did a tremendous job at the tailgate always curating a great vibe um shout out to him as well um shout out to uh Shout out to Bud Light. Shout out to Bud Light. Always bringing the suds. They'll have the suds out there for the tailgate on next week. Shout out to Concha Hawk and Italian Bakery for always providing the tomato pies and the cookies. You know the cookies if you had the cookies. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Evan Hollywood Hearn providing the cheesesteaks. Appreciate you. With a smile. And <laughs> and then uh, Prime cutting them up with yes, also sir. smile. Need my sous chef, bro. I you, you should see me at those tailgates whenever he's not by my side when those cheesesteaks start coming off the grill. It's a prime, prime. <laughs> Yo, people started, are hungry. He started yelling for me. <laughs> Yo, somebody people, go get prime. People start reaching their hands out trying to get a full cheesesteak. I'm like, I need my not damn bad. security here to cut this in half. Yeah. Fall back, mm. fall back. <laughs> mm. Mm. Before we get out of here, last word. We'll go. We'll start with prime. Um, what is your last be- word before we get out of here? Definitely want to say thank you again to everybody on the West Side, man. It was good catching up with people. Uh, we definitely were blessed to be able to go ahead and actually surprise a few people. I was one to go ahead and get surprised by seeing my pops up in L.A. Awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. It was a great moment. Me and him hugged for about 10 minutes. I couldn't let the man go. It was love right there. I'm just walking up the stairs, and there you go to the right. My pops is sitting there. He ended up taking a trip with a couple of his friends from back in, uh, from Camden, and um, I knew he was in L.A., just really did not expect to go ahead and catch up with him. I haven't seen my pop in about four years, so that was a moment. Um, I'm glad we were both able to experience and for him to see live, in effect, what the prime is all about, you know what I mean, because he sees it. He follows the social media. He's always cracking jokes and everything, but when he saw it, you know what I mean, and saw the love and how all the fans out there were showing me love. Uh, he definitely uh, was um, was pleased with it and, and gave me my respect. Um, again, big shout out to West Swoop Nation, man, everybody. Chris Aaron from SoCal Family President. Yeah, uh, It was good catching up with him. He was definitely excited to see us. It was his birthday weekend, so that was cool. You got Jewy Macon. You got Birdman. You got King K, Rico West, Rico, New Era Capo. Um, these guys put this uh, swoop boys, yeah. Swoop boys, oh, swoop, boys. Swoop, swoop, swoop city, LA. These guys put, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, this tailgate for the first time together. Uh, they they gave us our props. You know, I mean, they were very thankful for us pretty much leading the path to them being able to go ahead and put this thing together. So I'm glad it, it all turned out for them. And, you know, I mean, it was a good turnout. Uh, so, you know, I mean, big thank you to them. And, uh, you know, I mean, hey, look, we're. We're going to be playing the Jets this week. We're going to take a little time off, but we're going to definitely get ready for that real big uh, next home tailgate, which will be against the Miami Dolphins. And we're hoping to see a lot of you guys there. A lot of people from the West Side are talking about being there as well, so it's going to be good to catch up with them again. And, yo, it's the Kelly Green game, bro. You know how many years we've been waiting for this bitch to come back, and it's here, man. So I'm definitely excited about that one. That's being said, go birds. Uh, mine, I feel like, might be viewed as a little bit more negative of a last word, but uh, it just needs to be said. Um, I, I, I am very fortunate to be able to go to many different uh, stadiums and see the Eagles play. Uh, with that being said, every new stadium I go to, for the most part, I look at our stadium, I'm like, you know what? 
kind of kind of need some updates. A little bit bland at the link, if I'm being honest with you. Um, listen, I love the link to death. It's uh, it's where my favorite team plays. But the, listen, the, the new stadiums that are being built, uh, SoFi, the one in Atlanta, like uh, these new age stadiums. They're they're a different tier, man. Like they they are some cool ass stadiums. It's the bathrooms. Um, I, I do. I do <laughs> uh, but I I will also say that like just the way that like that building was built, it was super cool. Where it was almost as if it was a bowl, and then they built like a separate, not attached, like enormous tent over top of it, for lack of a better term. And so like the whole it was like a whole open concept on the sides. It looked like a spaceship from the outside, and the jumbotron was like the coolest thing I ever saw. Yeah. Um, so stadium, stadium was beautiful. Sta- but stadium was like awesome, and that's why I'm uh, saying like you know the link is cool. It's a cool like classic stadium, but it's starting to look a little bit dated, bro. Yeah, but that that so far stadium kind of looked like a piss pan from outside, <laughs> <laughs> a big ass piss pan. I'm just saying, beautiful inside, but just saying. Yeah, it's 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 funny that you say that because. I actually mentioned the same. I was talking to uh, Aaron today, um, and uh, said the same thing. I was like, "Wow, like looking looking at these stadiums, these like that thing was." I'm uh, I've been to a lot of stadiums that was unreal. Yeah, it was just like, and I, I'm thinking that imagine imagine talk about the, uh, the the advantage that we have already. Just imagine the advantage if we had more fans in there. Yeah. Like stepped it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Like you were to fit another fifteen thousand fans in there. Like, and if you wanted to put a you know a top we over top it, top. you know we could potentially have a Super Bowl host a Super Bowl once. Like, cool. Like I'm not like I do love I love I love this the stadium, but I'm just saying that after going to some of these stadiums, I'm like these st- stadiums are on another level. They already do. <laughs> they already did. I mean, what's the difference? We'll we'll we'll. Will jabbing you in the ribs there. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, my last word again. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Eagle fans, man. Like there's, it's it's so great meeting um you guys all across the country, man. Um, uh, I, and it's great to the great to see you guys get to enjoy the Eagles like we do. Mm-hmm. Like like the fact that you know you're just counting up the, the opportunities. There's so many Eagle fans that I talk to. This weekend, we're like, man, I can't wait to get to the link. I'm, but I'm so fortunate that I was able to go see them in my backyard. One of these days, I'm going to get there. One of these days, I'm going to get there. Me and my wife are planning to go cross country, blah, 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 blah. I heard it so many times that I'm like, when you get get there, it's a come to Jesus moment when you're at the link for the first time. But I think, hey, man, when you get there, call us. We'll take care of you at the tailgate, um, and we'll show you love, man. Um, by the end of the day, appreciate you all. Also appreciate Amanda. It's that's our anniversary today. We're about to go Happy get some anniversary dinner. Anniversary to you too. Enjoy. So, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate uh, you guys as well, man. But uh, on the road, it's always fun times. It's kind of, it's kind of times where you're not going to forget. Um, can't can't forget a low ski farting on everyone. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, yeah, terrible, terrible person, man. Try terrible man. person. Try. You're foul, bro. How, how you take? How you how you how you take a group photo and then fart? <laughs> It's just the leaving out the part where he no he, that he, that drive by that, on that didn't happen bro. the three sixty three sixty that never happened word out of his pants drive by never happened <laughs> never happened 
Uh, but we appreciate you guys as always. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go, Birds. Lowski, start farting in group photos, bro. Yeah. <laughs>